Welcome to the Nordic Walking Podcast. I am Cristina González-Castro, and this is research4nw.com. Hello there. I am Cristina González-Castro, Nordic Walking Instructor since 2006. I hold university degrees in sports, health and exercise science, as well as in radiotherapy and oncology, and postgraduate studies in applied positive psychology and psychology of coaching. In this podcast series, I will share Nordic walking research and also content on Nordic walking technique. Thank you for listening. Pull your navel towards your spine. This cue has been widely used in the fitness industry. The purpose was to activate the transverse abdominus muscle in order to gain lumbar stability. In this episode, I will talk about activation of the core during Nordic walking practice. If you have any doubts, please contact a registered physiotherapist who will be able to explain in more detail what I'm going to talk about. So let's start talking about the core. It is a functional term that we use to refer to the muscles in the center part of our body. It includes muscles of our back, chest and glutes. So it's not just the only, um, the one and only famous abdominal uh, front muscles that we all know. We must also take into account others such as pelvic floor or the latissimus dorsi. They're really important as well. And a little bit of history. Back in 1999, a study was published showing that those with lumbar pain had a delay in the activation of transverse abdominus. So this led to trying to isolate this muscle to strengthen it and that is how the hollowing exercise, this is pulling our navels towards the spine, became popular. It was believed that this would contribute to lumbar stability. We now know that this exercise indeed activates transverse abdominus. However, it inhibits the rest of abdominal muscles. Dr. Stuart McGill is one of the world's leading experts in lower back pain. He showed that all abdominal muscles, and not just the transverse abdominus, are responsible for lumbar stability. So instead of the hollowing exercise, this pull your navel towards your spine, he introduced the bracing exercise, which is consciously activating the abdominal muscles and, in his own words, as if preparing to be hit in the stomach. Indeed, bracing favours the co-activation of the entire abdominal muscles, a joint and gentle activation of not only transverse abdominis, but also the internal and external obliques, multifidus, rectus abdominis, diaphragm and pelvic floor, hence providing greater lumbar stability. And what about core activation during Nordic walking practice? When we talk about core stability, we refer to our capacity to maintain or resume a position or trajectory of the trunk when subject to internal or external forces. So, one of the main points is to adjust the effort to balance that we require to optimize efficiency. So it needs to be balanced. I'll put an example. It is clear that we will not need the same activation to lift a heavy object than the one that we need for a more dynamic postural control challenge 
as Nordic walking. So when we walk, each time we step forward, our muscles work hard to prevent the pelvis from collapsing to the side. So in order to maintain integrity, we need stability of the core. There is a famous quote that you probably know. The core provides proximal stability to allow distal mobility. Of course, specific work on the transverse abdominus muscle can be done and it has been proven that in subjects with low back pain, this work, this work relieves pain. Regarding the possible advantages of training the core in sports performance, a study published back in, 20, in 2004 sorry, speaks about the benefits of a Swiss ball training program to strengthen the core in long-distance runners. However, consciously activating the core in a continuous manner while running, walking or Nordic walking is not the best way to improve our core strength as we would expose these muscles to unnecessary overstrain and we would also compromise oxygenation. Try the following exercise. Stand up. Feet hip width apart and toes looking forward. Make sure that you're, you are looking forward as well, not, not, not looking at the floor. Next, flex one knee as you raise it to your waist level and touch it with both hands. Can you feel how your core muscles are automatically activated? Good. Repeat the same exercise, but now consciously pull your navel towards the spine. Can you feel the difference? Do you understand why it is essential to calibrate, to balance the effort in order, in order to optimize energy efficiency? More is not always better. In order to promote good quality movement and oxygenation during Nordic, Nordic walking practice, a good idea is to focus on active posture. I'm not talking about an unnatural upright posture, but good active posture. This will automatically activate the muscles we need to function in an optimal way. One thing is to keep an active posture and another one is to maintain a conscious, continuous, isometric contraction of the abdominal muscles. Of course, this is counterproductive, a waste of energy and on top of that, it compromises oxygenation. So remember, our bodies are really clever. Just focus on keeping an active posture. If you like this podcast, you might be interested in my online Nordic walking courses. They focus on basic applied biomechanics and I also provide an innovative methodology to improve the quality of movement. For more information, visit researchfornw.com. This was the Nordic Walking Podcast with Cristina González Castro. You can meet me at researchfornw.com. See you there.